that secrets can be very, very damaging. You must learn to live from the inside out, not the outside in. We have to stop covering up. Welcome to Reveal the Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Carter, and this is episode 57. We're going to talk about just some real candid, real issues of the heart about secrets and a couple of other things. Stay tuned. everybody. I am glad you're here. This is one of my um, other episodes where we're going to, I'm just going to talk candid, really kind of free about a bunch of things that are on my heart. And y'all seem to really like when I talk really candid. So you're going to love this podcast. So I want to just share some things. I had some notes written down on some things uh, from the heart that I was uh, talking about a long time ago, a while ago. And I thought it would be really great to just sort of bring this out here. Um, in my you know beginning of this podcast, I said, you know, we have to learn to live from the inside out, not the outside in. And we need to stop covering up our pain, whatever pain that you're in. And trust me, people are in pain. They're in emotional pain. They're in mental pain. They are in spiritual pain. They're in financial pain. They're in relationship pain. They're in just whatever pain I didn't cover. People are in pain. But I want to say something. We are as sick as the secrets that we keep. So we're going to talk about like secrets and we're going to talk about a bunch of other just random things here that come come up in me that I wanted to share. But we are as sick as the secrets we keep. So just think about that. What secret are you keeping? Is there a secret? Is there something? Because when somebody offers you say forgiveness or kindness or goodness, grace or love, when we have secrets and people offer those things to us, we tend not to believe them because they don't know my secret. See, if they knew my secret, they wouldn't love me. If they knew my secret, they wouldn't talk to me. If they, they knew my secret, this, that, that, or the other. But we don't really believe people when they want to love us because we have a secret. I know y'all think it's not connected, but it is. You have to, you have to know someone who's been in this, this position. So we become trapped when we can't tell this person, hey, this is what, you know, I think I, you know, am. This is, this is what I think I'm ex- I exactly, you know, see myself. I'm this worthless piece of nothingness, whatever. But then they offer you something else. When something else is offered to keep you alive, when something is offered to help you make it one more day, when something is offered, you don't believe them because, you know, you're like, well, you, you don't really know my secret. You don't know my secret. So you can't possibly mean this. So we have to deal with the healing of the heart. We have to do with the healing of the brokenness. Healing is where you're going to have to go back to the past 
the brokenness, where you got broken. See, this is part of the problem why people can't move forward. You must go back to where you got broken. That's where God is, that God is in that place. And we have to deal with our broken heart. If we have a lot of fear, we need to go back to where that fear was in that place and say, okay, God, help me in this place. Deal with this in this place. You have to go back into the place of pain. And we don't like that because that is very uncomfortable. Why? Why Why do we not like that? Because, you know, if you're a Christian, you don't really like it because we like religion. We love religion because religion causes us to perform. So we've learned to be a performer in pain. We've learned to be a pain performer. So we know how to perform with our pain. I I know this well because I've I've in my life have performed as trying to be the perfect person. And I heard another author say this uh, on a podcast. She had to had she she had to just be you know portrayed as perfect because that's how she grew up in this atmosphere. So she did everything perfect, perfect Bible study, perfect church, perfect look, like this this whole thing. No, you don't. We hate who we are, and so we hate the person we become with our secrets. We don't really show that. We don't really say that, but we sort of do. We don't, we, don't, we, we hate this person. We don't like being the person with, with the secrets, the person with the facade and that we live in every day. Do you live in a facade? Are you living in a facade? Have you not dealt with your pain in the past? We we live in this facade and we paint it, we cover it up, we 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 come to different things and we come to different situations, but then we have this presentation, you know, that we give to the world and we present something. We present something. We present something that we're not. Just think about it. Are you presenting something that you are not? Are you trapped in this secret place, this pain place, this this prison within yourself? And depending on who's in front of you, that's what you display. You have have this layer of performance that you do, but it covers up. It's trying to cover up the shame in your life or the fear in your life or the disappointment in your life or the brokenness in your life or whatever. So we cover it up and, and we dare not even speak of this as a Christian. Oh, like, are you serious? Are you kidding? We dare not. I'm just going to kick over this sacred cow. People judge us. They just judge you if you're a Christian and you, you've got depression or you've got anger or you've got fear or you've got whatever. Yes, we all know we shouldn't, but it doesn't feel safe sometimes. So so we keep we sort of keep our secret. We keep to ourselves. We sort of perform. We wear our thin layer of performance and we cover up the shame in our lives. So we have this darkness and the lies are hidden in the heart. And some of them can be huge and some of them can be small. But when they come out, they are incredibly healing. When you find that place where you can let it out and just be real, just be truthful. And they're, they're, and it's painful. Those are painful moments. Remember I said you have to go back to the pain place. When you're all hidden and you're all, you know, living with the lies 
in this imprisonment of your own heart, when you're living there, when you let it out, all of that, that prison, all of that mental bondage, it loses its power. What do you need to confess to someone? What do you need to say? How, how free do you want to be? How free do you really want to be? You have to have a trusted person that, you know, you can, you can talk to besides Jesus. I mean, you can talk to him, but sometimes you just, you need to put a face with the person, with the place, with the, the timing tangible, you know, Jesus with skin on. Because see, God said he would never leave you and he will never forsake you. He never leaves us or forsakes us no matter how bad we act, no matter how raunchy nasty, loose, messy, we become. Who in your life do you trust? Is there someone that you trust? Now, there are some people, they trust no one. They trust no one. You will stay in bondage like that because we're all connected. We're all connected on this planet, in the body of Christ, even with people that aren't. We are connected. You can feel Oh, you can you can feel so lost sometimes, but you're really not lost because you have Jesus. Let me say this about secrets. Secrets in your life are powerful, and you have to let someone, someone in because keeping the secrets is not safer than letting it out, okay? It's safer to let it out. It's not safer to keep the secret. It's not. Especially if it's driving your life in a certain direction that you don't want to go. You have to find someone that you that you trust. Secrets secrets are powerful. And you have to let someone in. You have to. Because keeping the secret is not safer than letting the secret out. It's not. I know we think that. We live that. We, we, we believe that. We were taught that. But secrets, remember I said, are powerful and they are damaging. We all stumble through life. Everybody. Don't be with the people who think they don't stumble. Everybody's stumbling at some point. And we all have, you know, houses and a house on the inside of us. And we've had people that have helped us build our life. They've helped us build our life. And some of it may be messy and some of it may be a hot mess. But we have to let others in. And then when we do, we fake it. Sometimes we just, we just fake it. We let people in and we fake it. And then we can't fake it anymore because we have secrets. If you don't let someone in, or someone to help you build your life or rebuild it, you're going to just keep being in the same pain. You can't build it alone. God didn't design us to be that way. You're never alone. But when you're in a lot of pain and you have secrets, you sort of want to be alone. And you keep saying you want to be alone, but you don't really want to be alone. But you, you have to stop stumbling through life, just tripping, tripping, tripping over things, tripping over stuff. If you don't let someone in and help you build, help you rebuild, 
it will keep, it will just keep going. You will keep staying in, in pain that you're in. Loneliness, loneliness is another topic. Loneliness is a big, big part of some people's lives. It's a big part of my life. I'm, I'm just going to confess this here on my own podcast. I am extremely lonely and loneliness is a big, big problem. It's a big problem. Um, and, and it's so funny because I'm surrounded by people that are introverts. My son is introvert. I have friends that are introvert. I have um, mentors that are introvert. Everybody's introverted. So it just really makes for um, a lonely type of existence because they, they don't have the energy or the bandwidth to just be there. And, I, and some of you know what I mean, that you just need people to just be there. Especially if you're an extrovert and you like that because the introvert people will tell you, well, I'm there once a week. I'm there every other week. I'm there you know, twice a week. But see, the extrovert people, eh, they need people to be there probably like five days a week. But the introvert people, they don't understand that. Like, God, that's just too much. Are you kidding me? What? But the extrovert people can handle that. But I know we go through seasons of loneliness, but um, I'm just, you know, confessing that out. Just, you know, but for some people, you're lonely and loneliness is a big part of your life and you push people away. You literally push them away. You have to come to a place of healing where you, you have to own your, your own life. And stuff. You have to own that. So own your own loneliness and say, okay, this is where I am. God help me. And then think of ways that you can counter that. But you need to own that. Not, not be lonely and then push people away. Because if if and don't let people tell you that if you're the extrovert, that you sort of need to be the introvert. That's just not how you're wired. That's that's just not how you're wired. Okay, let's talk about. Uh, let me just drop this nugget on you about, about healing. I said it a minute ago where you own your own stuff. Okay. You have to come to a place in your own life of healing where you own your own stuff. And what I mean by stuff is your own emotional baggage, your own direction in life, your own choices and decisions and consequences. If you hurt people, you need to own that. You need to, you need to really own that. You will not heal without owning your own life. Because hurt people hurt people, but if you're a person who's hurting someone, it's because you've been hurt and you've not owned something. You're not, you, you've, you've not taken ownership of this in your life, whatever this is. Without owning it, you know, sort of in your own life and, and where you are spiritually with that junk that you carry, you can't heal. If you can't own it, you and you and you can't find a place to change. See, if you just oh, I didn't do anything, or it shouldn't be that big of a deal, or da da da, da or whatever, you ha- you have to own what you've done to people. Own own this. That's where the place of change begins. 
That's where the, the place of change begins. I read this comment one time that somebody said, some of you have to tell every secret you have because secret kills. Hmm. I'll just let y'all think about that one for a minute. Not sure what I think about that. Um, but deal with where you are. Deal with your owning of whatever it is you need to own. Deal with when you, let's just talk about that. De deal with that. But also deal with when you hit the bottom. When you hit the bottom, you hit rock bottom in life. Some of you, you may be at rock bottom listening to this. You may be close to rock bottom. Some of you, you've already been at rock bottom. Don't point the finger. Don't blame. Just look at yourself. Don't point the finger at everybody else. You only see you and, and, and God in the devastating place. God's in that place with you. He, he is in that place. I've been in a devastating place and God has been in that place with me. Don't manipulate the world around you. Don't manipulate people around you. Just let go. Just let go of the control. Just let go and just let God. Just let go. Just let go. You might have to put yourself in a position where you actually have to trust someone. And that trust is the only option that you have. It's the only one. Like, like you, you can't go, you can't go it anymore alone. You can't, you have to put your trust in someone. I don't like it when people say, just go pray. There are people who are Christians who are praying and they're still in trouble. They're just praying, 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 and it's still had no. Sometimes you've just got to have some hard conversations with people. Sometimes both people just need to own whatever it is they need to own. Let me make this statement. You can write this down if you want. To the degree you don't know who you are or what love is, is it to the degree to which you are afraid. To, to the degree you don't know who you are, love is the degree to which you are afraid. Sometimes the path to healing is actually fear. It's actually just fear. You're going to have to just do it afraid. You're going to have to just do it afraid. You have to learn who you are and why you are. Love is kind of like the, the thermometer, the degree, you know, 60 degrees, 80 degrees, 100 degrees. Depending on how afraid you are, that will tell you how, what degree the love is in your life. Perfect love casts out fear. So depending on the level of fear in your life is the degree of love in your life. Lots of fear, low love. Lots of love, low fear. You are created to be loved. You are created to love. But when you live unloved, lonely, unloved, you forget what you were created to do. Think about it. When you feel the most broken, unloved, you don't feel motivated. You don't feel creative. You don't feel the warm fuzzies of life and people. You want to go hibernate and be alone and keep your secret. Love happens inside relationship. Love doesn't happen alone and isolated. It doesn't happen among secrets. Love doesn't happen like that.
It doesn't happen that way. Holy Spirit and God the Father, Jesus, will begin to heal you. You meet with them. You you let them love you. They rebuild your life. And they revisit the broken places to tell you that they were there in the brokenness. God loves your brokenness. He don't love the facade, but he loves your brokenness. Not Not the fake face you put on for people. I want to tell anybody listening, God loves your brokenness. You, you, just where you are if you are broken. You don't have to portray something different to people. You don't have to loathe who you are. God is love and he is with you. And not all, the religious stuff doesn't matter. All that stuff that you present, you know, doesn't matter. What matters is is what you are inside. If you're a hot mess inside, he's there. If you're a double hot mess, he's there. If you're lonely, he's there. He's there. He's your only hope and source. He is there. He's there with you. And he will never, ever, ever leave. Another comment before I wrap this up is forgiveness precedes confession and repentance. You you have to have made up your mind, I'm going to forgive I'm going to forgive. Who do you need to forgive? Who do you need to let go of? Who who do you need? Then you can confess it out and really repent from it. Turn from it. Some of you need to forgive yourself for stuff. Just forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. I want to leave you with this. If you think nothing, if you think that nothing is ever going to change in your life, Stop it. Don't give in to that. Things will change. Things will change. Whoever's listening to me, things will change. Why? Because God is always relentlessly pursuing us. He said he would never leave us as orphans. So things will change. You're never alone. You're not by yourself. God is in the details of your life. And get this, he's in every single detail. Down to the detail, down to the absolute most minutest detail of something God's in in that he's in that so I just want you to be encouraged as you listen to this podcast you might need to listen to this one again I just kind of want to I just wanted to talk candid about some moments things that I've learned that I've been walking through stumbling through loneliness different areas so just remember God is with you and God loves you And love happens inside a relationship. It's not outside. The relationship doesn't work that way. I want you to be blessed and have a great day. I'll talk to you later.